0: Okay, yeah. Agut Chodesh. good Chodesh, B'Roch Hashem. The Zohar says, the Zohar Kadosh says that the 12 months of the year, they're broken into three categories. So you have months of Chesed, months of Rachamim, and months of Dini. And each group has four months. So the four months of Rachamim are Elul, Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, the months of dinim are split because it's too severe to be together. So in the winter, there's Tevet and Shvat. And in the summer, there's Tammuz and Av. And the months of chesed is Adar, Nisan, Siva, Iyar, and Sivan. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Iyar is a month of chesed. Even though, Svetlomer, but it's din within chesed. It's din within chesed. Okay? It's a, the, the sfarm they speak a lot of the, the greatness of the the month of Iyar, An Yashem Ofecha, number one, which is Chesed, okay? And that it's a month which is cool on the Sphirata Omer. So even though there was Dini Mitzad, the Talmudi Rabbi Akiva, but it's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like within the cup of Chesed, Dinin Chesed. So Kislev is the last month of Rachamim, and it's the climax, it's the culmination from Elul, Tishrei, Cheshvan, and Kislev, so it builds up. So there's a lot of Chesed, a lot of Rachamim, sorry, not Chesed, Rachamim in, the, in this month. Rachamim is a balance, by the way. Chesed is too much to the right, Deen is too much to the left. The balance, which is excellent, that's what mean. That's these four months. That's why most people, the, the, the <coughs> best part of the year for them, I mean, normally, I guess, is Elul, Tishrei, Cheshvan, and Kislev. Because uh, it's a time that's very like, meaningful, and it's a new beginning. There's the the new zman and learning in the yeshivas, etc. And in of they speak about the Gilden Nach, the Golden Nights. The the the, the nights are long, and you get up Chatsot, and uh, the Avodat Hashem and, and davening and learning after Chatzot is is like thousands of times greater than the learning during the day. And this Rav Chaim Vital says, by the way, that so because the nights are built for for Mammashak, and the connection to Hashem. Okay. So that's just this the the period that we're in now, We're gonna go a little into the how Rav Nossan explains the whole idea of yaakov and esav this week's parsha told us. But before that, we need some hakdomeh from from Rabbeinu, from Rabbi Nachman in the Kutim Ruan, lesson twenty-four. There, Rabbeinu speaks about how it's so important that Ayid Bibisimcha. And that the completion of the Kedusha is doing a mitzvah besimcha. It's a pasuk in the Torah, in Parshat Kitavo. Then all the klalot, the klalot in Parshat Kitavo, 98 klalot, they come to a person. Why? Tacha tasher, lovadetem betashem elokechem, besimcha, uvtuv levav. Right. The pasuk says that all these punishments are coming. Why? Because you didn't, you didn't serve Hashem b'simcha. The, the Misnagdim they say in the breast Braslavers. Where does it say it's a mitzvah gedola they had b'simcha? Where does it say? Where? Where? It's here, right over here. Tachatasher lo avatam eser b'simcha. It's the cup of the. If Rabeinu says mitzvah gedola, mitzvah stam, you have targ mitzvot stam, no problem. Mitzvah gedola is a cup for the other mitzvot, and that's what the Parsha says in Kitavon that all the klalot. It doesn't say tachatasher lo avatam Period. It says, Hashem is not concerned if you're serving Hashem or not. He's concerned, what, how are you doing it? Because a person now is doing and he gets up in the morning grouchy, Oscar the grouch, and everything is grouch and everything is eh, and the Gemara is eh, and everything is negative, is, you know, eh, eh, everything is upside down. This person, he's going to fall. Give him a little test like this, a little flick, that's it, he's off. But a person now who's happy with what he's doing, he appreciates, he's, he, wow, I, I can't believe I have such a good life. I get to learn Torah, what I want, how much I want. I have davening, I feel connection. I have those times in my life that I felt that Hashem. I, 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 and you feel good about yourself, Bezat Hashem. This is the key that a person, even if he's tested, he'll get back on. Even if they take away that light, because he's tasted it already, he knows what Yiddishkeit is, he knows what Vekas is, he knows what it means to be connected, he's felt it. So such a person, even if he's shaken and he has ups and downs, ups and downs, he, Bezat Hashem, can hold on. Because he's tasted simcha, as opposed to someone who's taught that Yiddishkeit is like in the army, everything is like square and rigid and dry and Tisha B'Av, such people fall off. You know, those are the first people who dropped everything when they came to America in the early 1900s. There was a joke that when the Yiddin came to Ellis Island, you know, they threw off the, the boat already, the, the, the tefillin. <laughs> they threw off the tefillin. In other words, the first thing people dropped was the Yiddish kite. There was a story. I've, I've told this story many times, but it's, it's so important. It's so powerful. There were two families they arrived in New York in the 19... You know, after World War I, when it was very hard. You know, back then, you had to work six days a week. If you wanted to, to have a Parnassa, you had to work from Monday to Saturday. The day off was Sunday, cause that's the Goyish, uh, that's the Goyish holiday, right? Sunday. So if you didn't show up to work on Saturday morning, you were fired. So the Yidden came, you know, and it was a big nisayon. That they, they worked Monday, to, it worked till they worked till Friday and then they didn't show up to work on on Shabbos morning. They came to work on Monday, they were fired already, so they find another job. So they kept on (laughs) putting X's. okay, I tried here, I can't work here anymore, I can't work here. The X's started running out for the job opportunities, so many didn't crack, many didn't, they couldn't handle it anymore because they had no money and it was getting difficult and many gave in. So the two families, they came at the same time, they both said, Chas, We're not going to work on Shabbos. We're not going to work on Shabbos. So, and they had little kids at home, okay? So, the first family, the first week, okay, the, you know, he, he knew that he's, he's not, he didn't come to work. Uh, thanks, Graham, over here. He didn't come to work on, on Shabbos morning. So, he knew that he lost his job. So, he got his paycheck for, for that week, and that's it, he had to find another job. Second week, he found another job, but it's getting tighter and tighter. By the fourth week, he couldn't stand it that on the Shabbos table. There was b- barely any food. There was nothing to give the kids. Maybe just a piece of challah, and that's it. And the kids were crying, and the father he couldn't handle it, so he gave in. The next week already, he started to work on Shabbos, and this man lost all of his kids. When they grew up, they grew up all assimilated all the challah Shabbos. The other family, the father was in the exact same situation. Second, third, fourth week, already come to the Shabbos table, and there's no food to give to the kids. There's no soup, there's no york, there's no fish, there's nothing. Just like a little piece of challah, and that's it. So, what did the father do with his kids? He put his kids on his laps and he says, My kinder, Hashem wants us this Shabbos that we're singing. He wants just this, this mirror and to be happy to have Shabbos. So, this father was able to show his kids that he's happy with whatever Hashem sends him. He was able to be B'Simcha no matter what. Do the mitzvot B'Simcha not out of, I'm missing this, I'm not where's that, where's the koilich, where's the kugel, where's the gefilte Fish? I gotta like this, the guy's gonna blow up. He, he wasn't like that. He was happy with what Hashem sent him and he had miracles, he found another job and this, and his kids all grew up to be Talmidei Chachamim, he sent them all to yeshivas, he was able to instill the Yiddish because he had simcha right, you see, that the Klala, Hashem simcha. that's what Hashem is after Rav Nosen says in one place in Kuta Alochis, that greater than the mitzvah is the simcha behind the mitzvah that's the goal can you believe that? Rav Nosin says in the Anlikut I don't remember where, it's, I saw it in the Eitzel Mevu from Rav Shimshin Barski, and he says that greater than the mitzvah itself is the simcha and doing a mitzvah. So, all this, Rav, Rav Nosin Rabbeinu elaborates that this is the key of a yid. The key of a yid is to be bisimcha. And because it's so hard to be bisimcha, because it's not easy, because everybody's brought up to be Tisha B'Av. You walk in Borg Park, everybody's like this. Everyone's serious, right? No one looks at you, and if you look like this, you, you think this guy's from uh, Mars or something, another planet, right? Because everybody's so stuck up in their Tisha mentality, Rav Nossein and Rabbeinu says, the only way to be happy today is what's called Mila How do you say in Yiddish? Mila how do you say that in Yiddish? Or whatever, and that's on Yiddish accent. Mila okay? The only way to be happy today is yes to tell jokes, yes to be funny, even though it's, it's fake. But he says, if now you work on always being happy, telling jokes and being funny and everything, and your goal is to come to true simcha, you will come to true simcha. There's a the difference between the yidin and the goyim. The, ge- the goyim stop there. The goyim have no true simcha. So they all can do is tell jokes, tell jokes, and they go back to the Tisha They go back to their garbage, they go back to their drugs, and their depression and everything. But the yidin, even though we do jokes and everything, but the goal of the jokes is to come to the true simcha. So that's why Abbeinu told Bav at. sikhot Aran, he wrote it down, that it seems the way people are so heavy and depressed and sad and like that, that the only way to get people today happy is by acting silly and telling jokes, this is the main, main itza, it's one of them, okay, it's it's, it's a, what's called a prerequisite, it's, a, it's not the actual simcha, but it's a means to come to the true simcha, and it's needed, you need it you're gonna see in life. No, I want to be serious. Okay, you wanna be serious, you're gonna pay the price. You're gonna have to go through a difficult life. And you afterwards you look back. If I was more besimcha, I would I wouldn't have it this bad and this difficult. So because of that Rabbeinu Ravelsen warned to work on being besimcha. Rabbeinu is one of his big eight to Simcha, believe it or not, is saying Ktorat. People don't know this. But don't skip the Ktorat and the davening. Ktorat in Shachris before Zimra, Ktoris after before Aleinu, and Ktoras by Mincha is a misugal for simcha. Okay? The Midrash says that k'torit stands for four ideas. Rachei Tevot. Kedusha, Tahara, Ratzon, Tikva, hope. Again, holiness, Kedusha, purity, Ratzon, to build the Ratzonot, and hope. That's the power of k'torit. Saying it. Saying Ketoret, not to skip it. It's something very powerful. Above that, Rabbeinu says, he brings the Pasuk from Mishle, k'torit. It's a pasuk. The ktorot has the power to bring simcha to a person. That's why the chachamim, they instituted ktorot at the beginning of davening, so you can daven the simcha. If you see people, that davening like that, ask them if they skip the ktorot or not. <laughs> Check if they skip the ktorot. 98% they did skip the ktorot. That's why they're davening like tisha be'av or constipation. I don't know why. But they're not happy, okay? So the, the, the thing is not to skip the, the ktorot. It's very important, okay? He says many things there. But the point is, Rav Nosen elaborates, that Simcha is the Yisod of Yiddishkeit. He says, Rav Nosen, this is why Yitzchak Avinu, the foundation of Am Yisrael, doesn't start with Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu wasn't born a Yid. He was a convert. He became a Yid. The first person born a Yid was Yitzchak. And why is he called Yitzchak? Tzchok asan li elokim. What did Sarah say? Tzchok! Laughter. What's going on here? Yitzchak Avinu. You hear that? He says that the happiness, the joy, the laughter generated by Yitzchak gave him this schut to be the foundation of Am Yisrael. You hear that? Rav Nosen says, showing from this point, that this is the yesod of Yiddishkeit. If you don't have simcha in your Yiddishkeit, forget you have nothing. Finish 50, 60, 20 do the Marsha do the Rosh if you don't have simcha what do you have what do you have what do you have if you don't have simcha you're not happy for yourself you're not happy with your, 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 with, with who you are you're always trying to be like somebody else with the computer everything and everything is like this if there's no simcha wh- wh- where are you getting wh- where are you going this is the sort of Yiddishkeit is simcha so he goes on Rav Nossin he says however <laughs> Yitzchak wasn't complete proof is he had an Esav from Yitzchak came Esav how could it be if Yitzchak is Tzchok so how could he have an Esav? So this is the difference between Yitzchak and Yaakov He says Yaakov Avinu Mitato Shlema He had 12 Tzadikim No Esav, no Ishmael. Yaakov is Shleimut, And Yaakov represents <coughs> Simcha Like we say Yagel Yaakov Yismach Yisrael Another person we say every morning Yismach Yisrael Bo Right? The whole idea of Yaakov is Simcha an amazing Kiddush. What's the difference between Tzchok and Simcha? Rav Shimshin Rafa Hirsch, He says that Simcha is similar to the word for Tzmicha. In, in, in Lashon Kodish when you have words from the same root, in the articulation, you know, you, you have the 22 letters, they're broken into, I think, four or five groups. Achaha, Gichak, Datlanat, zas In other words, from where the letters come out. So you have, from the throat, they're called the... Uh, Th- th- uh, there's guttural,s a laterals funny words in English, but you have they come from the throat. come from the from the palate, from the back of the teeth. Zas are from the tongue. So Zayn, samich, shin, resh, sadik are interchangeable. So you find in chazal they can play games, like Rabbeinu said also. Lev basar, boser, boser and basar. Rabbeinu and talks about the bosers of a samech, and he says lev basar with a sin. So you have room in Chazal to play, play games with the letters, and even though there's a different meaning, it's connected. So Rav says that simcha is milashon tsmicha, the sin, switch it with a tzaddik, It's someach, it grows, it produces. tzchok, or gil, gila, is something which is like s- just spontaneous suddenly but it doesn't have a continuity Simcha it grows Tzomeach. so Yitzchak Avinu initiated Tzchok it says right Rashi says Harbet Baolam when Yitzchak was born there was a lot of laughter in the world many women who couldn't give birth gave birth many people were sick got healed many good there was a lot of Simcha and joy in the world but by them, it stopped after the, after the reason disappeared they went back to their Tisha and their sadness and everything by Yaakov Avinu it was a simcha which was tzomeach. It's being planted. Okay, so this is the completion. Yitzchak Avinu, as great as he was, he was not born from someone who was a yid. He's born from someone who had his challenges. Avraham Avinu had his challenges. From that, he gave birth to Yitzchak. Yaakov is more complete. It's called Yaakov Shlema. right? We say in the in the of Yom Kippur Katan, right? de Yaakov Shlema. Yaakov Shleima. Yaakov considered Shalem. He's called Shaleh because his Simcha is Shalem. Because he's the son of someone who was born already a yid. His father Yitzchak was the first yid. Yaakov is, is now is the product of that. As opposed to Avram and Yitzchak. That's why there was no psalit. Okay? So Yaakov is considered the representation of complete Simcha. Esav, the exact opposite. Esav is the exact opposite. What's Esav? Esav, Al Shema This world. What you can do. What you can make out of this world. Since this world in itself... Has nothing happy about it. This world in itself, okay, it's total black, total darkness. The al-Sheikh he says, right, the human eye, how does the human eye look? We the, the, the batain, the pupil is black, right? When you see now the, the middle of your eye, it's black. Why is that? Even though it's see-through, it's really see-through, but it looks black. Why is that? Because it's the nature of people in this world to look at everything negative. The nature of this world is black. Everything's Tisha everything's black, black, black. That's this world. You have to work to build the positivity. But this world is Choshech. Meaning what? People who run after this world, who think, oh, I'm gonna make money, I'm gonna have a nice uh, five five garage, you know, bigger mansion, and Lamborghini, and Porsche, and nice, and this, and the nice vacation house in Miami Beach, and all that. And he's never happy. He's not happy, right? Because someone who tries to build Simcha from this world, he can't be happy. So what brings Simcha in this world? When we take this world, and do mitzvah with this world. What does the word mitzvah mean, by the way? Mitzvah, besides the pshat, it's a tzivui, it's a commandment. The word mitzvah is a tzvat. Tzvat in Hebrew means to connect. It's a connector. With the mitzvahs, you're connecting to the world to come. It's amazing. Mitzvah has mem tzaddik vav hey. In mem tzaddik vav he, you have hidden yud ke vav Vav is from vav of mitzvah. Mem tzaddik in atbash. Atbash is you take the 22 letters of the alphabet and you fold them in two, so it's 11 on this side, 11 on this side, fold in two, so that means Aleph is now, like, Tav, Bet, Shin, when you do like that, Mem is Yud, Sadiq is Hey. In a Mitzvah, in Yud meaning what? The Mitzvahs that we do, and there's tons of Mitzvahs, don't think it's like, whenever a Yid moves around, he's always doing a Mitzvah, Rav explained, Rabbi ben Akasha Omer, I'm not gonna say Kaddishnah, no. I'm just saying i not saying Qadish. Translation Taichana Akasha says, Hashem wanted to give a schut a meritam Israel. So how so what did he do? So Hashem gave him tons of Torah and Rav Ramosan says that's a schut. that's a burden. What do you mean? Hashem wanted to give me a schut, So he gives me tons of Torah and mitzvot. Thank you, Hashem. You give me an extra load. Torah he says no because there's so many torah there's so many mitzvot whenever he just turns around he's always doing a mitzvah look at the very first bira lacha the mishnah bura the chafez Chaim lists six mitzvah that you can do just by thinking there's six mitzvah when you think of hashem this way you get a mitzvah you think it's unbelievable six mitzvot tadirot from the mishnah bura and the first bira lacha that you do just by thinking Meaning what? Ayyid, whenever he's moving, you're crossing the street, you let an old person go first, whatever, or you see that it's a, you, you Americans are not good in this. You see it's a red light, and you would stop. Why? Because you see there's kids there. The kids see you walking in the red. They're also going to walk in the red, and they don't know how to be careful from a, a truck, right? So you know you're doing it. You get a, a byproduct, a tolada of a because you, you, you did something for the, for the sake of chinah. Like not the Americans who walk in the red, right? I'm just kidding. But uh, that's, that's the mitzis in Borough Park. I saw they walk in the red. I'm not going to say bad about anybody. The thing is, as a Yid, every time he turns, there's tons of mitzvot, okay? So because of that, we're surrounded by mitzvot. What do you want to say? Maybe you want to take a break? You want to eat something? Take a break? Why? You want to eat something? No, we have to to finish the recording, okay? Chaval. You can can pause it. No, I'm not going to pause it. I'll, I'll eat after you guys, it's okay. So the the thing is that that Asav is the Asiya of this world, and he is the epitome of sadness. Okay, and this was reflected in what? Va'yveset the bechorah, right? And Yaakov Avinu saw that this person now is not fit to have the bechorah and the bracha afterwards, because the bechorah. Is the idea of the Avodan the Beit HaMikdash right? That origi- originally, that's what Rashi says in his parasha, that the Bechorah, he, he said, Some you Bechorah. Yisra asked Yaakov, What's the Bechorah? He says, It's the Avodan the Beit HaMikdash and everything. He says, I'm going to die with this. I don't want it. Why did Yaakov want it? Because the Bechorah, he says, the kohenim and the Lechatkhida, the, the firstborn, they can only serve in the, in the Korbanot if there's a Simcha. There's no Simcha, they can't do that. So Yaakov said, Esav, who is totally Tisha B'Av, totally Atzvut, no true Simcha, it's not fit that he has the Bechorah. So he bought from him the Bechorah, and as we know, Bechorah and Bracha are the same letters, you got automatically the Bracha. And Rabbi Nachman teaches the main Bracha comes from Simcha. It's called Birkat HaSecha, which is a byproduct of, of the Simcha. So in short, Bikitsar, the whole war between Yaakov and Esav is the war between Atzfut and Simcha. You should know that. That's what. That's the secret here. The whole picture of Yaakov and Esav, Yaakov and Esav, is Simcha and Atzfut. And whenever you see if it's the Goyim, the Amalekim, the Erev Rav, the one that try to attack you, the main attack that the evil is trying to attack is to make you feel sad. And there's also the Amalek inside, this Yetzara. The main, main goal of the Yetzara is one thing to make you feel bad about yourself, period. That's the goal. You know, are you going to do Navara? Are you going to do this? Yeah. And what's the result of all that? That you feel garbage about yourself? That's what he wants to get to. That's the goal. When you know that, when you know that, you work, you do your best to make sure that you have the simcha, no matter what I go through. I say this joke many times. In breast liver we have a drink. It's called 7-Up. 7-Up. Sheva yippor sadiq, vakam. 7-Up. And you get back up. The, the secret of a breast liver is always to be positive no matter what you go through you can only do that if now you're solid and knowing that my thing i'm going to work on more than anything else more than how many blood gemara i'm going to swallow up and how many times i'm going to get up for chatzot and eat more to do the nets and this and that i'm going to work on being the simcha if you have simcha you have automatically everything else because the yesot is yitzchak okay and then yaakov this is the Yisod of Yiddishkeit. I went too much. son, so We should be to work on being besimcha. This is the war between Yaakov and Esav. And this week's parsha. What happened today? Right. You heard about the terrorist attacks. Right. What is the normal attitude of a Yid when he hears that yidin were killed or there was a bomb? How do you feel? You feel bad, right? And after you feel bad. You have a justification that the whole day went down the drain. So I can now eat the way I want to eat. I can, you know, fresh, and I can be like that. Because I have a head to be negative because Am Yisrael is in a negative attitude. That's the test here. That's dafka the problem. Yitzhak wants you to feel bad. He says, Rav no that when did Ya'akov come to Yaakov and ask him, Hal itenina, give me the food. He came ah, yeah, if, He came tired and exhausted. When did he come? When, when Yitzhak Ravin was sitting Shiva for Avram Avinu, right? So he was being Menachem Avelim, and this Yaira this comes. What's Nichum Avelim? Nichum Avelim is to show the person who is an Avil that ultimately there's Simcha. Bayir, there's no such thing as terminal atzvut. <laughs> terminal atzvut is by Esav. Bayir, there's no such thing as it's the end and it's finished. Why? Because we have Tchet It says, Ya Esav was kofer right? But, but Yaakov Avino, you know, and, and, and he was serving Adashim. Adashim is what? Rashi says, points out, it's a galgal. Galgalim mean it's a circle. Meaning it happens to everybody, but it's a circle. You go down, and then you get back up. Okay, that's how life is. And, and he said, Yaakov, when he visited Bechora, and he said, Ha'al itenina, give me this food. I don't believe that there's hope. I don't believe it's chetametim. I don't believe there's anything to be happy about from Olam from Baba. There's only happiness in this world, but it's stupid happiness. It's, 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 it's dead-end happiness. So he came at a time when, when, when he was serving Dadashim and Menachem Avelim for, for, for his father Yitzchak, but to show that this is our simcha. And Esav tries to make uh, excuses that when something bad happens you have a justification not to dive in properly, not to be happy that's the worst, that's the worst when you know that, then you, you won the battle when you know that the etzar wants just one thing to make you feel bad about yourself and you know, you're know you not going to let that happen you're going to do everything maximum to stop that from happening, you won